0: Hello, cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm Jake Jabarelli, and with co-host Blockchain John, we're here for episode 465. Yep,
1: 465, 65, 65.
0: This is Sunday night, December 4th of 2022, and let's get into the news with This Week in Crypto Twitter.
1: Crazy that we're in December, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, All I mean, right. it's the end of the year. The end of <laughs> a very, very long year.
1: <laughs> I know. This week on Crypto Twitter, Sam bankman fried won't stop talking. Coinbase challenges Apple. Right. It was a it was a slow news week in the industry, perhaps a cooling off period after the overheated cycle. Both during and after FTX's demise, there was still stories of the contagion spreading. Most notably, lender BlockFi, which on Monday announced it was filing for bankruptcy. But in general, atmosphere on crypto Twitter this week was more sedate, uh, sedate than usual. On Monday, blockchain analytics firm Glassnode announced that crypto's shrimps have been buying the dip since FTX went bust. They're probably not making shrimp cocktails out of it, though. And there's a little tweet from Glassnode. All right. Former time president Keith Grossman on that day announced he was leaving his media giant to take up a new position as president of Enterprise at crypto payment startup MoonPay. It's not such a surprising career transition in light of the fact that Grossman oversaw the magazine's first steps in NFTs and the metaverse. And there's a tweet from Grossman. Grossman? I think it's Grossman. A Ethereum inventor and co-founder, Vitalik Buterin, on Tuesday denounced governance token speculation. And here's that tweet I'm gonna read. The notion of, quote, governance rights, unquote, as a narrative for why a token should be valuable is pathological. Pathological.
0: Pathological. Uh,
1: you're literally saying, "quote I'm buying X dollar because later on someone might buy it from me and a bunch of other people to twist the protocol towards their special interest." End quote. <laughs> Alright, NSFW crypto fans, Dejan Spartan ranted about uh, Huobi Antron's new partnership with Dominica to create the quote world's first national token, DMC Dominica Coin which will in, which will entitle holders to get passports issued by the Caribbean country it all sounds like a very lax golden passport scheme yeah how about that huh and the singularity is the singularity near greg osuri the founder of open source cloud computing marketplace akash shared an eerie screenshot with a code savvy chatbot why pay a hacker huh and here's that tweet from Greg AI chat gpt can exploit a solidity solidity smart contract we can pack it up now so here is that code that he posted which is kind of interesting i don't know if you ever tinkered with uh, chat gpt that's free you can do that sign up there i think it's open.ai yeah uh, and yeah that's interesting that uh, you you can the the, the, the bot art just exploits it it's it's crazy that is crazy all right, continuing on, SBF Break Silence Reactions. This week, disgraced former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried gave several interviews this week, notably on Tiffany's Fogg's YouTube channel. And on Wednesday, he made a public appearance at the New York Times Annual DealBook Book Summit, followed up by a Thursday interview on Good Morning America and an evening Twitter space attended by more than 39,000 people. I was there. Jesse Powell, former CEO of Centralized Exchange Kraken, who has been one of Bankman Freed's toughest critics, continue to lay into him. And here's that tweet from Powell. You're a pro F1 driver. You take your race car off the track and drive it 200 miles per hour through a farmer's market in a residential neighborhood, killing 20 people. Is I wasn't paying attention to the science speed limit, the risk exonerating? No. As a pro, you are even more cul- uh, culpable. That is. That is. Oh, that's
0: it's nasty. a good analogy, actually.
1: That's, that's, <laughs> that's a pretty good grilling right there. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like, yeah, Canadian, you knew what you were doing and you still screwed up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Canadian businessman Kevin O'Leary is still pitching his tent in SBF's camp, though. Here's that tweet from uh, O'Leary. I lost millions as an investor in FTX and got sandblasted as a paid spokesperson for the firm. But after listening to the interview, I'm in awe, I'm in the at Bill Ackman camp about the kid. Call me crazy. There, here's a tweet from Bill. Uh, call me crazy, but I think SBF is telling the truth. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: It sounds like he has something um, to gain from it. So it's, why else would he say that? Kevin Lear's no idiot. I mean, act like one, but he doesn't. He's not. He knows how to make money, which means he's he's on the take. Why else would he be saying, "Oh, he's not so bad"? <laughs> You're defending the devil, dude. You're defending the devil.
1: <laughs> on Friday, House Financial Service Chairman Maxine Waters thanked SBF for being quote candid when talking about FTX. Waters, Democrat from California, has also invited him to Washington to testify before the committee. The bipartisan hearing will take place on December thirteenth. Which is in how many days? That's in nine days. Yeah, she was previously caught on camera blowing him a kiss.
0: Ugh,
1: ugh. Yeah. SBF, has a reputation for making friends in high places. I think
0: I think she's she's just doing it like she's like he's a, her grandson. Go go yeah. make friends, honey. You'll do fine.
1: Yeah, they're they really they're, honestly they're really really best buds. Like they, it was, it's it's all a show when Mexico mm-hmm. was like hey you know if mm-hmm. you need to come you need to report yourself and tell mm-hmm. me what's going on they're all they're all in the same bed you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're doing the same thing that they're doing in the caribbeans <laughs> all right coinbase versus apple on thursday coinbase announced that apple had blocked the release of an update for its mobile application until the exchange disabled its nft transfer feature coinbase rallied at apple's clunky and insatiable policy in a thread and here's that tweet from coinbase apple claims is that the gas fee required to send in NFTs need to be paid through their in-app purchase system so that they can collect 30% of the gas fee. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Yeah. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Mm mm-hmm. uh, MetaMask developer Dan Finlay stood by Coinbase. And here's Dan saying, Oh, I'll absolutely stand in solid- 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 solidarity. Solidarity. Solidarity here. I assume MM or MetaMask and every other wallet is next. I'm ready to dump the Apple ecosystem. The 30% taxes and abuse of monopoly, Matt mm-hmm. Tim Cook, has down the big brother's screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Maya Zehavi, a founding board member of the Israeli Blockchain Industry Forum, also ranted about the measure, pointing out Apple's hypocrisy in not taxing TradeFi payments apps the same. And here's that tweet from Maya. Apple's overreach of trying to tax crypto transactions is uncovering how broad their definition of OS jurisdiction they think they have. According to Apple, any financial tax down the and uh through an os is an apple taxable event now imagine they try to apply that to
0: zelle or venmo Venmo. exactly like oh um hypocrisy much
1: (laughs) so that's gonna be a big backlash i mean there's already a lot of scrutiny with tim cook uh, in that position and i guess the lack of of um uh i guess Upgrades um, on their on their devices and on their software. There's not much going on with the iPhone. It's pretty much the same thing, cooked and baked over and over again.
0: Uh, and cooked now, and baked. That's a good pun. And
1: now, uh, <laughs> now that this thirty percent tax, which has always been a thing, but now it's just like, dude, you're not doing anything innovative, and where you're charging thirty percent, and on top of that, now you're gonna start charging crypto and all these other, uh, um, I guess, uh, what do you call it, uh, middlemen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, 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 are they called escrow? Would you call them escrow clearinghouses?
0: Clearinghouse, yeah. yeah houses. It's like, uh, well, if you're going to take thirty percent of everything somebody does in the app, why don't you just take thirty percent of the game, thirty percent of the wedding? Just take thirty percent. You know, make it two thirds of whatever it was before, and then everybody will be happy. Not. No one's happy with this. I mean, I get it. There is there is a there is a fee, and you, if you're going to be using the app through through the iPhone, fine. But the point of the thirty percent was the like buying the app. Not every single transaction in the app. I get it, I get how Apple wants that, but not everyone can do it. So, <clears throat> I guess, uh, Ep- was it Epic Games? Who was the creator of uh, Fortnite? I think it's Epic Games. Is it yeah. Epic Games? They were the ones that, that said this to Apple, they're like, we're not. we don't wanna pay your 30% fee anymore. So it's like, if you play Fortnite on an Apple device, you have to pay for the game on the website on, you know, on on Epic's website and then download the game on the app or the uh, on the phone, but you can't you're not going to pay for it on the phone because you can't do that anymore because they refuse to let Apple have a thirty percent cut of their profits. So, I mean, I get Apple has a massive platform and I can totally understand that. I think they this is this is overreach and we're going to talk about it later. So let's just move on to this week in coins. Also by hint Tim Hockey on Decrypt. This week in coins, Twitter speculation sends Dogecoin higher, Bitcoin and Ethereum see green. Green and (laughs) white. If last week was a mixed bag of flatness for large coins, uh, this week has offered real signs of gains following the catastrophe of FTX spiral into bankruptcy. Bitcoin rose 2.5% over the past seven days and currently trades at about 17,000. It's actually slightly higher than that, but its closest rival, Ethereum, grew 6.5% to 1285 at the time of this writing, at least. Both leading cryptocurrencies appear to have begun a modest recovery after starting the week on a downslide with the newest civil unrest in China, uh, risk assets like tech stocks and crypto. Protesters were demonstrating against the country's ongoing draconian COVID measures, finally, uh, prompting fears the world's second largest economy may be getting disrupted. You mean the U.S. isn't? (laughs) The market also dipped on Monday news that crypto lender BlockFi was filing for bankruptcy, BlockFi is the latest in a long line of crypto companies to get hit with contagion following the collapse of FTX. Risk, assess, risk assets recovered on Wednesday following the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said in a speech that December would bring smaller interest rate hikes, the signal at the end of the cycle of hikes Three so far this year, each 75 basis points, were the steepest since 1994, almost 30 years ago. Although the leading cryptocurrency, almost all posted growth gains were mostly small. However, several names enjoyed turbocharge rallies, including Chainlink L-I-N-K, up 11% to almost seven and a half dollars, Uniswap (UNI) blew up 12% to a little over six dollars, and Polymatic rose eight and a half percent to just shy of a dollar. Dogecoin enjoyed a staggering rally of 21.5% and trades at nearly 10 cents at the time of this writing. Although it hit almost 12, Doge' week-long rally was spurred by a tweet from whomever, uh, from who else but the new CEO Elon Doge uh, Musk. Sorry, Elon Musk, which includes slides from a Twitter company talk he recently gave. One slide mentions payments, but doesn't elaborate. However, it was enough to send the Doge army into speculation that their favorite coin could be the official digital currency of Twitter. It is, after all, Musk's favorite, too. Lawmakers and regulators sound off on FTX. Lawmakers across the world continue to assiduously monitor and debate the space, especially in the wake of the year's two largest catastrophes, Terra and FTX. On Monday, Brazil's Congress took a step further than most and passed a bill. We spoke about this on Wednesday. The following day, the European Central Bank published a damning paper that argued that Bitcoin's lengthy price stabilization around $20,000 before FTX's collapse may have been an artificially induced last gasp before the the road to irrelevance, which they obviously don't have a clue about, but eh, it's their speculation. In the blog post, ECB's Market Infrastructure and Payments Director, General Ulrich Binsiel, and advisor Jurgen Schaff also argue that Bitcoin's conceptual design and technological shortcomings make it questionable as a means of payment, because they're idiots. I'm sorry, that's my commentary. Bitcoin friendly US Senator Cynthia Loomis, a Republican from Wyoming, who co Wyoming, who co-sponsors a bipartisan House bill called the Responsible Financial Innovation Act, don't try to pronounce the acronym. Calling for the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, CFTC, to be the industry's chief regulator on Monday, said in a pre-recorded address to the Financial Times Crypto and Digital Assets Summit at FTX Collapse, highlights the need for Congress to learn more about crypto. That was a large run-up to almost no news. I apologize. Known to the Bitcoin senator for her... Uh, Bitcoin, pardon, known as the Bitcoin Senator for cryptocurrency advocacy on Capitol Hill, Loomis touted her bill as a framework for understanding how the FTX disaster could have been prevented. She also noted that FTX was heavily involved in drafting the Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act, DCCPA, which is backed by uh, the Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman, Senator Debbie Stabenow, the Democrat from Michigan, and Senator John Boozman, the Republican from Arkansas. A bill which he uh, she says needs to be rewritten <laughs> in a way that is more effective and neutral as to business models and very, very focused on consumer protection. I thought that was what the point was.
1: So I haven't read it myself, but I did see a lot of... Uh, uh, so on Twitter, I saw a lot of actually positive response in regards to the DCCPA. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a bill that is actually bringing more regulation, which which is what we've been talking about on previous episodes that we need regulation in order for businesses to succeed on web 3 and on blockchain there needs to be a roadmap so this is actually the first bill that actually has something in it and I haven't read it myself but just from what I've been reading on Twitter people say that it's not the best it's a start it's a start in the right path which is something that we need and this is the only thing that's on the table right now that that is gonna in businesses and corporations into into the cryptoverse, right so i i i can't really you know say anything about it because i haven't read it myself so that's that's right
0: yeah we need to go over that and cover it more yeah. more accurately on this show so that people can be more aware we can just a separate show so people can be more aware of it that's not something we could definitely do that so let's move on to another article here
1: sure and so the next one is written by Andrew Bengansky. Many DAOs and Web3 projects are decentralization theater, Tezos co-founder. So I'm going to read this real quick. Tezzo co-founder Kathleen Breitman says many decentralized autonomous organizations remind her of middle school. Quote, the way I see most of these DAOs fail. It's like they basically act as a really crappy school project. She said, when I was in middle school, I was always the person who would... Up doing the work in the school project, so I'm very sensitive to this dynamic. So basically, she's talking about um, dows being just, just kind of like the 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 act uh, (laughs) on stage theater, right? And basically, it's 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 a bunch of like just garbage that's going on behind the scenes. You know, anybody can 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 dominate one of these dows if you have enough money. You can pretty much run the whole system. So. What you're seeing on the on the front end, which is supposed to be decentralized, it's supposed to be autonomous, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, not really. Like literally on the back end, as long as you have enough money and enough enough uh, uh, power with those tokens that you have, you can manipulate the system. Yeah,
0: yeah. So basically, yeah, we basically said it was the same problem as as um, proof of stake. Is that if you have enough mm -hmm. cash, it doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, obviously not everybody has a lot of cash, but any one party who happens to have enough cash or in any case, can take over a DAO,
1: uh, and, it, and it, kind of, it kind of sucks for a new company that's, or a new project that's coming up as a DAO. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't have a large market cap, mm-hmm. so any any small little company can just buy them out, right?
0: It or any individual it. happens to have even you know a couple thousand dollars, or maybe fifty thousand dollars. I mean, it's great that you're mm-hmm. interested, but the DAO, because it's it's decentralized and autonomous, means that it can basically just be taken over by anyone who wants to. Now, if DAOs, and maybe she's just talking about DAOs as they current stand, she's co-founder Tezo, she knows quite a bit about this kind of thing, I'm sure, is you need to do some kind of uh, built-in artificial limitations to buying more interest in a DAO, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to keep it fully decentralized, well, not fully decentralized, let's just say yeah, no, decentralized is the, is the key. If it, maybe, maybe there's some rule that says you can't own more than 50%. On any doubt, it's like sorry, you can own forty nine point nine 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 percent, but never fifty percent, or never. F- I
1: would even go as far as saying that you know one one vote per address? And yeah, but
0: you can have multiple addresses, so.
1: Yeah, multiple addresses. Yeah, but uh, let's see. Uh, then it can't be decentralized. Can you KYC an AML? Can you KYC no. at least no. addresses?
0: No, that would be inappropriate because it's not. Then, then it's. Uh, you know who the people are. And the point of it, uh, not, I shouldn't say it's, and it's not a decentralized anonymous organization. It's uh, autonomous. But uh, it would still be, in my opinion, weird to, uh, you know, ID everybody, KYC everybody in it. Um, unless AML becomes a problem. If people, I mean, if people say, well, you need to know who your people are, then maybe the, you know, l- governments will say, yes, you have to do that. You have to, you know, KYC your, your members. Um
1: but there, there obviously has to be some sort of um, security defense to prevent people from actually dominating these DAO systems. It's, right. it's not right that, like you said, any individual with 50k can pretty much just run a whole system. That's not right, man. Yep. You know, especially if, if an ecosystem. If I see a project coming up, like, oh man, this is so awesome! I want to be a part of this. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't have that much money, but I buy into it, and all of a sudden now I have to you know follow my my dictator wherever whatever uh he or she decides that for the system uh it's not
0: truly well i guess it is technically truly decentralized and truly but if it's not if it doesn't stay decentralized you become centralized because somebody buys up all the you know or or a majority of the of the stake then then is it it's not no longer what it was set up to be
1: and that's, and that's so what what we're talking about off air. That's exactly what happened to Steemit. Yeah. So, it's exactly what happened to SteamIt. So yeah. in fact, the OGs of Steemit, what they ended up doing because it was dominated by Justin Sun uh, from from Tron, what what happened was uh, they ended up forking off, and Justin Sun kept Steemit, but then uh, the OGs from Steemit, that didn't want to go with, uh, with 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 Tron, they ended up forking off and creating another platform. Yep. Which off the top of my head, I forgot what it was.
0: Right. And the only other one example is no no Sun took over. Um, Steam it, Steam it DAO. But there was another Dow and I don't remember the name of it. We did talk about it last or earlier this year, where somebody came in in the m- either middle of the day or the middle of the night, sometime when most people, well, the voters, didn't set up a really short vote, bought all you know more than fifty-one percent of the of the tokens, and then uh-huh. called the vote and then voted ninety-five percent of the value of the fund itself to themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, and basically stole all the money. Like yeah. that was more of a uh, front end hack than a back end hack, but it was still a hack in a sense. But it was doing what the DAO allows a person to do, so <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 I forgot the name of that, but yeah, 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 I remember that,
0: yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like anybody could do that. That's the problem with proof of stake, as we said. Now, obviously, it may not be as easy to buy up billions and billions of dollars worth of Ethereum, but it's still possible. You know, there are governments that are, that are dictatorships, not just El Salvador, although I know they say they're not, um, that could do that and then take it over. Maybe they don't care to take it over, but, you know, wh- where are the safeguards, right? How do you make sure this doesn't happen? That was the whole point of Bitcoin was to avoid the original institutions. And if we're still doing things, things the same way the original institutions were, then what are we really doing to prevent it? We're not. <laughs> so let's move on. Galaxy Digital and Celsius. So, Galaxy Digital wins Celsius bankruptcy auction to acquire crypto custodian GK8. Now, what was really going on here? Um, this is uh, Mike Novogratz, the billionaire founder of Galaxy Digital. That's the picture here. If you can't see it, that's what the picture is. GK8, one of the assets put into up for auction, pardon me, auction during Celsius's bankruptcy proceedings, will play a role in Galaxy Digital's institutional offering. It's really what this. Article is getting on about, but because I want to talk about it more generically, um, back in November of 2021, GKA was actually acquired um, by Celsius for a little over 100 million dollars. After Celsius filed for bankruptcy, the self-custodial firm was put up for auction as part of Celsius's proceedings and trying to get it, you know get everything paid back.
1: And from what I understand, um, when Celsius bought it, they bought it at the peak yep. uh, of the crypto market, yep. and unfortunately. Um, that's, the, the, the Mike Novogratz got a heck of a deal. Yes, he like, did. <laughs> yeah, I forget, is, is it in the start? I don't think it's in the start. No, the,
0: the actual amount of money they paid for is not listed. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, but uh, he. I guess apparently he got it for a really good deal because the market's down. You know, pennies uh, on a
0: dollar. Percent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't pay very much at all.
1: And this, um, has been, uh, this has been in the works for a while. Mike Novogratz, there's been hints that he's been uh, looking at Celsius. And um, is he going to uh, buy out Celsius? We don't know. Yeah, no, we don't know D- yet. Obviously, he's, he's already taken GK8. So, I I mean, what's next, Celsius? Uh, there's a lot of bids going on for Celsius right now. A lot of people don't want to really come out publicly and state what they're doing. Obviously, for... for, for, for um, uh, for an advantage over one uh, one another, right? They don't really want to come out publicly because right. if, if another company says, "Oh, that company is coming up," okay, we need to obviously do, do some more uh, capital funding so we can uh, we can buy out this other com- or yep. buy out the uh, the bid for Celsius. So yep. Celsius is still up for auction. That's uh, that's still a thing.
0: Yeah, hasn't gone yet. Hopefully, at some point, they will be able to allow us to get our cash out. Of course, the, the lawsuit does allow us to get it out, anyways. If you had if you were a victim of Celsius's uh, crime. <laughs> So moving on to the Apple everybody else discussion. Oh yeah. So. Um, oh, is, that, is that mine? I think it's mine. Uh, you know, you started first, so you yeah, it's yours.
1: Okay. <clears throat> uh, MetaMask co-founder wants to dump Apple, cause iOS purchase tax abuse. Now, yes, of course, of course.
0: We did oh, talk I about this before in in the Twitter.
1: By Kate Irwin. Yeah. So. Um, MetaMask and other companies, but MetaMask has pretty much been the the spearhead on this because, uh, you know, Apple's trying to ask them, hey, you got to pay a little bit more, you know, even though you're already paying us 30%, but now, obviously, within uh, within your app, you're making billions of dollars on transaction fees, so we would like you to pay us a little extra, and that's pretty much what Apple's trying to do, which is wrong, that's horribly wrong, you know.
0: And not legitimately possible either. I mean, it would it would be a ridiculously high cost for either Coinbase or, in this case, MetaMask to do that. MetaMask is a company. They do make money. So it's not like they are insolvent. But they're like, you can't charge 30% on something that doesn't have a 30% surcharge functionality. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do that, right? I mean, unless you're saying that MetaMask themselves has to pay you, in which case, no. <laughs> But then Apple is saying, "Well, if you're if we're going to facilitate you, if your transaction is going to go through our, you know, our marketplace, effectively, then we we need the tax. You know, we need the, you to pay it." And MetaMask as well as Co- uh, Coinbase have both they said we are not going to and we or no we can't and we won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. So exactly. at some you said, you said at some point, uh, both MetaMask if they haven't already since this is this didn't happen right 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 now. And Coinbase will soon come off of, and in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of other apps come off of I- iPhone altogether, just because they're like, uh, yeah, that's not, we don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> so basically, if you're an iPhone user, just just be aware that you have a device that is crap. So get rid
0: of it, get yourself an Android device. Yeah. I'm not trying to stop on everybody who's who's not dumb enough to or not smart enough to know to own an Android phone, but um, I'm sorry for your loss we'll just put we'll just leave it at that. So, right. on to the last article here And the, this is actually not much of an article so much as it's just a bunch of pictures we're going to show them to you here. It's in, fun. The inaugural awards uh, the inaugural crypto awards rather. Crypto's leading lights gathered in the inaugural crypties awards at the Art Basel in Miami. Uh, check out the winners here and the highlights. There's not a whole lot of text to talk about, but there were a whole lot of attendees, so, um, about 4,000 people. You
1: showing the images? Yeah, mm-hmm. While you're showing the images here, I'm just going to read out who the sponsors were. It yep. was They had Polygon, Filecoin Foundation, uh, Lamina One, Async Beats Dow, The Golden Mask, Gem Set, Breakout. And here's my favorite, Anonymous, <laughs> Infinite Objects, Ape Waters. Decentralized Pictures, and Vault 721. So these are all big companies or big uh, I guess, yeah, companies, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, anonymous, anonymous is not really a company. But, not uh, a company,
0: no. But yeah. it's nice to see that it's somebody potential. represent. I mean, did they say who they were or did they wear a mask?
1: They're anonymous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't go in public if you're anonymous. That's just weird. Anyway, so, yes, Game of the Year, Crypto Unicorns uh, 1. Uh, social impact award was cello, yellow. That's awesome. I'm grateful that was the case. Uh, DeFi project of the year, Lens Protocol. I, that's who won. Uh, metaverse In- event of the year, People of Crypto Metaverse Pride Parade. The mainstream award, Doodles and Shopify. The diversity award was BFF. The uh, investor of the year, Coinbase Ventures. Awesome. DAO of the year, ENS DAO. NFT project of the year: Board Ape Yacht Club. Not surprisingly, industry achievement award: Eric Calderon Calderon and Art Blocks. And that is all the awards. And the award kind of looks like um, uh, an Oscar, a little bit like an Oscar, I guess. Um,
1: It reminds me of uh, Ravenclaw Global Awards (laughs) (laughs) that uh, C3 Media hosted uh, in in the
0: Metaverse. Yes, yes, Yes. we had we had our award uh, a little a month and a half ago. And uh, we'd love it if more people would attend. We're it's it's free to anyone who likes to come, and remember, it's all virtual at least for now. So in the hopefully near future, well, we're we'll having it next year in October, right? Um, and everybody can attend the Graving Coin uh, Awards, semi, so crypto awards. All right, so that's everything for today. Please check out our Coin Tree. Uh, of course, you can always donate there. Uh, we have lots of different things as well as where If you wanted to send us an, an NFT or an asset on Raven, we'd be happy to have it. We've got lots in there already. Uh, you can also check us out, on, uh, of course, in our Discord channel, on our YouTube channel. If you're not already watching there, we appreciate the thumbs up. Uh, also, thumbs up on Twitter is great. Odyssey, which will be going the way of the Dodo soon enough. We, we're so sad about that. But uh, the library will continue to exist even if Odyssey doesn't. Twitch, Spotify, Anchor, and of course you can donate in other places like Tippin' Me at Coinbase. So, with that, we like to say at the end of the show, Stack Sats and Hodl. Adios.